Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters, episode 108, a koala cast, a tradition we haven't done in a while, where we talk about whatever we want, and today we have a special guest with us. Hi. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. Did I flub the introduction? I'm Dimitri. Hi. No. Hello. <laughs> That's perfect. Pleasure. Yeah. And we also, yes. And we also have Hotshot with us. Uh, how's it going, Hotshot? <laughs> Why did you bring me here again? Because you co-host. That's fair. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, today on the podcast, we're going to be having an open conversation about whatever anime topics we desire. And we have a special guest with us, uh, Dimitri. Uh, how long has it take taken for me to convince you to come on this podcast? Because it... <laughs> It's been a while. I've been, I've had this idea to have you have you on here for at least a year, right? About a year, year and a half. And what made you decide to uh, to come on? And uh, you know, what's animated you? Why are you on the show, bro? Goodness of my heart, I'm just such a nice guy. Yeah. Hi. You are. Jaden <laughs> has a very simple principle. What's Hi, that? I'm Jaden. Would you like to be on my podcast? And he will ask you until you decide to be on his podcast. Yeah, I've seen it in action. I mean. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dimitri's a very good friend of mine. We've known each other for over a decade. We went to high school together. Uh, very good friend. And uh, you have a, a very interesting taste in anime. One I would say is abstract, would I say? Because all the shows you bring up to me are shows I haven't really heard of. I can only think of one show we have in common. So what what animes are you into? Like, what, what shows stand up to you? Like, genres, anything? I, I've, I'd love to get into that. I guess for a bit Something of... Something uh... Jane doesn't watch, I'm into. <laughs> I guess for a bit of context, uh, I grew up with uh, a dad who would watch me watching Dragon Ball Z for a while, and he was making a a lot of fun of it, just because of, you know, it being Dragon Ball Z in general. What's not to hate about it? It's kind of a funny show (laughs) beyond the veil. But then his ironic enjoyment of it turned sincere, and he'd be watching along with me, and then uh, he was the one who'd be, like, torrenting assorted scraps from Japan that were getting translated in the early scenes in the 2000s. And then while he was getting into it, my tastes only split off once I was like maybe 15, 16, I guess about like five, six years later. And from there, yeah, it's like you said, I was into more left field and unique looking stuff because I guess I was kind of pretentious my whole life. And so I would turn (laughs) to... uh, well, particular classics, but um, I think maybe about five years back, I really latched onto the work of uh, Masaki Yuasa, who is an excellent director who's worked on a lot of stuff. And I would wind up recommending most of his catalog to people I know. Could you list what are any of the shows of, yeah. from his catalog? Oh, for sure. I know yeah. nothing yeah. about directors or actors. The first of his I saw, I think it must have been 2014. I was three years late to the release of Tatami Galaxy, which is a, a wonderful anime, very well done. Yuasa is a guy with a very particular touch who makes, uh, well, he doesn't draw your typical like anime figures. He plays fast and loose with proportions. He just makes stuff go wild and plays with perspective a lot. Uh, I'm selling him short, but Tatami Galaxy, for instance, he worked on another strange pet project before that called Kaiba, which I watched right after. Um, What else has he done? He wound up directing a pretty curious Netflix-produced anime, which was uh, Devilman Crybaby. Okay, I've at least passed by that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that one is the most familiar so far. His career spans a lot of crap. I think he even got to do, like, one of those guest episodes for the, uh, that, like, season of Adventure Time where they just had a bunch of guest animators, if I'm not mistaken. Yuasa's good for it. He's on the money. What can I say? Look him up. Uh, You can't go wrong if you watch... What is it called again? Mind Game which I think is everyone's favorite by him from, I think, 2004. He's been in the game a long time, uh, like way back in the 80s and 90s too, I think. He was working as a a keyframes guy for a couple of works. And Mind Game, I think, was his big breakout hit. And you can really see why when you watch it. Big fan of Mind Game. What's uh, Mind Game about? Like, uh, if you had to sum it up in one or two sentences, what's what's it about? Like two-thirds of it. I couldn't really sum it up for you. Two thirds of it is inside of a whale. If you want to talk about like Jungian archetypes and crap. 
that's how good it is. <laughs> okay. Though. Like mind game is mind blowingly really good. And um, conceptually, it, it isn't about something in particular. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just Yuasa laying bare a lot of the themes he likes to work with, I suppose, like the magnanimity of uh, life itself. If you watch Tatami Galaxy, I think some of the some of the similar themes resonate. Although Tatami Galaxy was based off of a, uh, I think one of those like Japanese novel series by somebody, so it adapted from a book in particular. Honestly, when you said two thirds of it take place inside of a whale, sold. I'm in. <laughs> Let's do that. It's a comfortable whale. It's a good vibe in there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Pinocchio lasted a while in a whale, so mm-hmm. there must maybe there's something to it that we're missing. I was looking over his career on um, this website I had found because I was watching some other anime this year called Wonder Egg Priority, which I was also a big fan of recently. The guy directing that was uh, a total amateur, but the animation was great. All the uh, like the small staff he hired did a great job. And the people who are obsessed with him, and I think with animation in general, uh, Sakuga Blog or Sakuga Buru, it's a it's a very impressive website because these people they care about the directors, they care about like the specific keyframe animators and uh, storyboard artists for various scenes, down to the point where they can point out exactly who worked on which cut like these are people with a precise eye for animation i think sakuga is like the japanese word for moving pictures literally huh how, how do you come to find out all these different shows are, is it really because you just follow this particular director's creations you're like oh i like one so i'm just gonna watch the next one and the next one no i i came across sakuga kind of by accident i recommend it to anybody listening in to check out sakuga buru it's really a an impressive site, but I, I yeah. found that quite by accident because there were people writing like paragraphs upon paragraphs about uh, Wonder Egg Priority when it had just come out uh, in I think January, February, March, sometime around there. And the reason I saw that is all I do is I just check uh, the newest trailers on my anime list and just appraise them all for how bad I find them until something catches my eye. And that's it. Mm, I don't. Yeah. I don't have any other trick. I'm. Uh, I'm as much of a like a tasteless sucker as anybody else. I think. I've. Uh, Fair enough. I've just been I, lucky. No, for sure. Uh, just really quick on on my anime list. I downloaded the mobile version of that. I have it on my phone, and they will literally send me notifications of stuff that like might ki- uh, might uh, catch my uh, my interest based off on what I watched before. So I actually enjoy that particularly. Um, there's a bunch of, uh, of shows they've recommended me uh, recently. Uh, most of them are just season twos or season threes of stuff I previously watched. But uh, at the same time, I, I'm a big fan of branching out into new stuff. And uh, I don't know, Tatami Galaxy uh, seems really cool. I really like uh, the art I'm seeing here. I read the the quick blurb on Wikipedia. Uh, and all these that you just suggested are pretty, uh, pretty short shows. Like Tatami Galaxy, 11 episodes. Kaiba is 12 episodes. Devilman Crybaby is what, like 10 episodes? Right. Your, your standard season's yeah. length. Um, yeah, I do like se- single season runs of things. I'm not uh, I'm not down for like adapted manga continuity crap where I have to watch somebody evolve for about five years or whatever just because of the way that <laughs> it was written before it was adapted to uh, animation. So told, uh, I I am kind I am kind of a fan of that if it depends on the show like don't get me wrong when it comes to like single season stuff like just a quick in quick out like that kind of thing I'm into but like long running show maybe not so much on the fa- on the fact of like the how true it is to the manga or anything but um like some long running shows I'll still watch like I love Fairy Tale I love One Piece. Um, I love Naruto. I I hate Boruto, but I love Naruto, so we'll stay on the good. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot more, a uh, lot more like single sh- uh, single season shows that I watch, and none of Fair which Jaden will ever pick up. Well, no, because yeah, go ahead. Sorry, let me. The you. trouble with these multi season ones is like the animation quality dips a lot too, and the amount of filler that has to get made also, and not and not to mention generally you you have to work with like this one guy's writing on like something I that might gotta, be more or I less open ended. I'm I'm just like I, not that hard yeah. to please like at all. Mm. <laughs> you throw me like a thing I like and I'm like, cool, got it, in it. Yeah. My dad wound up developing a pretty particular taste himself. I might have to air him out on the uh on the podcast for you guys. I'm I'm curious. This is a story I kinda love to hate to tell, but Go ahead, please. He's kind of a weeb, yeah. 
just a little bit in his own <laughs> right. He um Look, he was a Cinderella weave. He started making fun of it and then he fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> and this was before people were inventing terms for that crap too, yeah. But uh he's got a pretty good working knowledge of Japanese now and I won't speak to like what this means about him psychologically, but he's only watching like the most basic as possible slice of life shit, turn off your brain, watch like high school girls learn how to, you know, go camping or play frisbee or like ride bicycles. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen those? That's hot shot. That's hot shot. That is literally hot shot. Yeah. That is what he watches. That's all he does. That's every, that's it. So you and my dad have, that's his uh, island. have a lot in common in that way. Look, I'm comfortable with what I like. It's fine. Yeah. No pressure. Oh, none. None, right? Hot shot? No pressure. Says the one who keeps making bets for me to watch shows that he wants me to watch. Uh, we have this thing on the podcast uh, where Hotshot and I will always recommend shows to each other. You know? I'll be like, oh, this, I think this would be cool. This would be cool. And to be fair, I definitely feel like I've watched more shows that Hotshot's recommended me than Hotshot's watched shows that I recommended him. You know what I mean? Have you thought about and, keeping uh, count? Yeah, we've tried keeping count, but it just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. I don't know. What do you think about that hot shot? Personal, like, let's have this conversation no. a little bit. I'm the counselor for your little we're grievances. Not, we're not keeping count. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I only have like two in the back of my head that, that or three that I have in the back of my head that you suggest I watch. And I have started to watch them. And one I finished, and that was because it was on the bet. And that was... Uh, uh, that one was Terran Residence, and then the other two, uh, Great Teacher Onozuka and um, Bloodsea. And out of those three, the only one that I'm actually really enjoying is Bloodsea, but I still just got to go back and watch it. Why Bloodsea in particular? I don't know. I I, I guess it's just because of the fact that I'm a gore hound, so I love like violent battles and like large amounts of blood and swordplay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also, Jaden already showed me like one of the finale scenes with a giant murderous bunny blending people. And I love that scene. Everyone else says, this is the most fucked up shit ever. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> what was it called again? It, it, it's uh, blood sea. Like an, another thing that I'm really into, like I, I love comedy based anime and like, especially if it's dirty humor anime. So Jane suggested that I watch uh, great teacher on Ozuka. And I tried that for a bit and I just wasn't getting into it like at all. Like, it, but it, I understand it, that. Weird. I understand why. Yeah. But it, it was like just, you like, it, like hit stuff, all the points. You know? I said, like, well, tell me if, I, if I'm wrong, but the big thing with uh, Great Teacher on Azuka is it's too retro for you. You know, you enjoy better animation, not that quality. You know, you're you enjoy more recent stuff, stuff that's better animated that doesn't have that. 80s 90s aesthetic I, f- I feel like that is a big part of it yeah and, and i'm ashamed to admit that because there are yeah. some older shows that like that like i grew up with that i'll still go back and watch like i'll still go back and watch like the original dragon ball or sailor moon or like for astro boy and speed racer like once i came out like way before great teacher in Ozuka. and i'll still go back and watch those so i don't exactly know the 100 percent reason why GTO just kind of fell flat with me. Yeah, it's curious. It looks like a real quality product to me. <laughs> Gotta say, G- it it hits GTO all the it, it hits all the points that like typically classic. I like though. Like I like I like dirty humor. I like comedy. I like it. It is essentially a harem one, and it's strong in in the comedy. But I'm just like I'm just not feeling this. The animation on it looks all right anyway, from what I'm seeing right now. From uh, just looking it up. Let's see. No, great teacher. Or great teacher. Yeah. Okay. A lot of great teacher has pretty all right innovation. Yeah, they honestly. they had a lot of great um, keyframe by keyframe guys back when, in the day. When like it comes, Gynax was active around the same time when they're making Evangelion, for instance, or um, yeah. when they had that other thing, that one like romance manga that got the adaptation. His and her circumstances. Like even from there, you can tell like very particular guys were starting to really get into their work. This one guy, Imaishi, went on to do a ton of shit for Trigger, too, and his own independent stuff was really cool. Trigger, honestly, like that that's the only uh, animation studio that I know by name, and I love their style and I love their shit. I love Kill a Kill. I love uh, Panting Stalking. Um, and unfortunately, I still have yet to see this. I want to watch Promare. Like, I even have access to it and everything. I can watch it whenever I want. I just haven't yet. 
but I'm still really upset at you about that, Jaden. When it was playing in theaters and we had planned to do an episode, I'm like, can we please postpone? No, I need you here now. I forget what the circumstances were. I, I forget what the exact circumstances were. I just know that it was like in, I think we only had it in dub for the theater for like a day because we only had it for a weekend. So we had it for sub and we had it for dub. And so I'm a dub watcher. I will admit that. So I um, when I heard about it, I asked you if we could postpone. But I think like you were super busy that week. And that was like the only week that you had free to record or something. Um, so I had to sacrifice watching it so we could do the episode. How, but wait, but have you watched it since or not? I haven't watched it since. No. <laughs> oh. So really, I well, have no I reason. Mean... I have no reason to yell. But, it, <laughs> but it's, all, it's also the fact that I miss seeing it like in a movie theater. You know what I mean? Because like it's kind of rare. I to understand see the experience is more anime different. Movies yeah. in movie theaters. Like right yeah, now. No, I understand. Like right now, we're playing. Uh, uh, de- ah, fuck. D- Demon we're playing Slayer. Demon Slayer right now in the, in the theater. Yeah, thank you. And that's actually getting extended just because of how well it's being. Um, oh man, I've seen it all over the place right now. I want to talk about it a little bit, but go ahead. We sorry. we might we might jump a little bit into it, like Demon Slayer, like especially since the movie came out. I actually have been getting more and more curious about the show. It's it's been one that I've been like, yeah, maybe I'll check in on it a little bit. But now, like seeing like the fans come into the theater and like uh, they're uh, some of them like in cosplay or some of them just like wearing merch of the show and everything else. I'm like, maybe I should actually get in on this. Like I did the same thing with uh, uh, with Broly when it came out, like Broly. I wanted to go in and see anyway, because it it was still Dragon Ball. And even though I hadn't watched Super at that point, I still wanted to see it. So when no, I saw it, and then after that, I actually started watching Super for sure. Like the thing with Demon Slayer, um, I watched it last year uh i started working at the studio and this guy uh, recommended to me he's like oh just watch demon slayer i just from the get-go it goes hard and i watched the first like eight episodes in one evening because of how good it was and then uh i was watching the Crunchyroll awards uh like a few months ago and then i saw that uh it was mentioned that demon slayer won uh, anime of the year last year i think for the 2019 uh Crunchyroll awards and i at that point i had finished uh, demon slayer and it's such a good anime. It just goes so hard, so fast. There's, it's always action-packed. It's basically this brother and this sister. Um, and uh, in the first episode, the sister becomes a demon. But she's different from other demons is all, uh, the only way I'll put it. And their bond and the adventures they go through and the action they go through, uh, the battles, everything is super great uh, about it. And the other thing I want to only... mention, uh, this is... Because the only thing that I really know about Demon Slayer is I know about Nezuko becoming a uh, becoming a demon, and uh, yeah, that's like episode one, and the, and the guy becoming a demon slayer. Um, but it's yeah. basically like I'll kill all these other demons, but I'm protecting my sister because I know there's other demon slayers that want to kill Nezuko because she's a demon. Yeah, have you seen anything about Demon Slayer, Dimitri? Has it ever piqued your interest? No, no, I'm uh, out of the loop. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the other real quick thing I wanted to mention about Demon Slayer, the movie. Uh, I saw this article saying that the movie got leaked on the PlayStation Store for like yeah. maybe an hour or something. And like a bunch of people just downloaded it and now they have like free access to it because of that. I I was like, how does that even happen? But anyways, I think, enough I think about ha- the Demon Slayer. I think it happened just because I actually haven't thought about it. Because Demon Slayer was supposed to only be like a week long event and that would be it. Um, so I think it actually got pulled from the store because the uh, week in the theater got extended to a longer period. So I think it was actually planned to release on the PlayStation Store and uh, digital services at the end of that week. But since it extended, they're like, oh, shit, nope, uh, we, were, we were planning ahead, but we didn't plan for this. We were talking about animes that you might watch later on. Uh, Hotshot. Dimitri, I really want you to see your thoughts uh, on Blood Sea, on gore-type animes. I really enjoy Blood Sea, and the thing with Blood Sea is that it has a prequel and a sequel. A very good, very good show, personally. It goes from Blood Plus to Blood Sea to the Blood Sea movie, and it basically follows this uh, samurai uh, warrior called Saya, and she's training the art of the sword. And long story short, it, the concept is human versus elder barons. Elder barons are creatures that kill humans. I, they could be... Ve- yeah. I don't know if I need like a description of like characters and their their power levels and whether or not they have a sword or not. Under 9,000. Under 9,000 power levels. Right. I, I just need 
I just need to know if the animation's any good. Usually, if if the animation's all right, I'll give it a peek. Usually, that's uh, that's my first call. But like hearing shit like they have to fight blood barons and like this is a samurai who's like got a you know talking sword or whatever the fuck like those are like usually huge red flags for me. Okay, gotcha. Oh, why? Um, doesn't doesn't sound terribly like. I don't know. It doesn't sound terribly interesting if it's like wallowing in kind of like tropes like that, I guess. Or where I have Fair to enough. like worry about which character is the most powerful or not, or like weird hypotheticals like that. Um, yeah, it's just all oh, about the fair. animation for me. Fair. It's got to have that nice transcendent quality. Um, and then before on top uh, of all that, the writing's okay. got to be pretty top notch too. I'm I'm too picky. Maybe. 100%. The thing that the thing that makes it or breaks it for shows for me, and again, I'm I'm incredibly easy to please, so I'm not the best guy to ask on this. But for me, it's as long as I fall in love with like at least one of the characters, then I'll probably stick with the show. Like, um, or like so- sometimes even if I don't fall in love with the with the characters, but I fall in love with the world, then I'll keep watching it. Like, uh, like I'll I watch Pokemon for the world because I love the idea of Pokemon and seeing like all the all the different creatures and stuff like that. Um, I watch High School DxD one because I'm into dirty stuff. We all know this. You got a and wife too because I fell in love with Rias. Is that the is that the waifu? Well, high sc- that's that's <laughs> one of the waifu ones. Yeah, I'm I'm a heavy waifu watcher to be honest. Oh dear, you got to stick to just one. You got to be faithful. I mean, if they don't know, then <laughs> no. But she's real, dude. She's gonna find I mean, out. I know, but again, women are very again, perceptive. You got to be careful with that shit. Look, I have a different alias for every waifu, okay? I'm sure. I need like 68 passwords. Right, right. You've got H, Ginger, as well as Hotshot G, maybe. <laughs> then HSG, then Hot HG. I'm running out of names here, guys. Help me. How, how, how did this become a conversation? You're about to be running out of wives. <laughs> That will never happen. Oh my god! Hear the oh intro to our last. Hear the intro to our last episode. You'll know that didn't happen. Oh my gosh! I uh, I wanted to get into one of the animes that you and I both watched, Dimitri. I know for a fact that you really enjoy this one, and I I don't know if Hotshot will enjoy, it, but I am curious to talk about it with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the anime, and if you could maybe intro it a little bit for others because it is an older one. Uh, Serial Experiment Lane well, is one that you recommended to me, and I loved it. A bit of warning: I have not seen Lane in quite a few years now, so uh, and only once actually. I just gave it to you on a lark, but I did like it. That's true. Um, yeah. Lane, I think, is uh, an anime that was the first to kind of like have interesting ideas about technology and the idea of the internet as a, a place or like a realm long before what occurred in Lane started sort of transpiring in part in the real world. Uh, the protagonist is a young girl who is kind of sheepish and winds up getting a computer which kind of both bolsters her identity and kind of makes her sort of dissolve and makes the whole plot and everything occurring around her dissolve too. Like it's sort of nonsensical to some degree, but at the same time, the one thing that's always ramping up is the degree to which Lane, the protagonist is online or in the wired as they say in the show. And so it was very prescient and wound up being like the predictor for, I don't know, just a lot of stuff, I guess. Like, I don't think we'd have VR chat, for instance, if we didn't have Lane. I don't think we'd have, I don't know, particular kinds of web pages if we didn't have Lane. I honestly watched it twice and I'm still confused about the story. It is so trippy. And I feel like the the, fa- the, the fact that the word experiment in is in the title of the anime, like, it's the most perfect way to describe this anime. It, I, it feels so experimental to me. Uh it goes from sweet moments to extremely bizarre moments. The music is so bizarre. Every the, Lane as a character, I just can't wrap, wrap my mind around. Um, I've even tried going on like there's a subreddit for this anime. I try to go there. I try to find like uh, like read articles about it because like I, you're probably gonna be surrounded weird, by a lot bro. of pretension. Oh, it's such a weird one. I don't know. Like I 
like she starts out like as someone who's like scared of like uh technology right like uh, we can agree that she like she doesn't even own a phone or anything right yeah i yeah. feel like that's that was a thing yeah and it grows into this cyberpunk uh psychological thriller and you're like what's going on with this girl is this still even a girl or is it like the internet you know what i mean is it like a te technological thing um It really like creeped me out, but I I watched it a second time with my old roommate just because I wanted. I was like, I'm I'm not the only one who doesn't understand this. And on the second re rewatch, my my roommate who watched it the first time with me told me, no, I don't I don't get this. I don't understand it. I don't know. Any thoughts on this, Hotshot? I kind of got into the uh, the idea of like it the internet being like its own place and everything like that. But then everything after that just kind of like mushed into my brain. So I think it was just kind of those ones. I'm just like, okay, sounds interesting. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> it, That's kind of what happens like when you watch it, it too. Kind of I wouldn't like sweat that. it. Okay. <laughs> and like even like the episode titles for this anime are so bizarre. It's like episode one, weird. Episode two. Girls, episode three, Psyche, you know? Episode five is called Distortion, you know? And, like, from episode six to episode ten, unless Wikipedia is throwing me off, uh, they're all in caps, the, the, the description of the, uh, the the titles of the episodes. Uh, I don't know. This this anime is extremely bizarre. Uh, I want more like this, honestly. I want to watch more stuff like this. I, part, part of me really enjoyed uh, Zankuno Terror, because, uh, which is my favorite anime. Um... Because they resembled Experiment Lane in the sense that uh, psychologically it kept me thinking the entire time. I had no idea what to expect next, you know, for completely different reasons. Yeah, but completely it, uh, different reasons. That's for sure. Provoked my brain, and, and but it kept me like thinking. It kept me on my toes. I was like, "What's going on? Why is this like?" You know, uh, I both. I don't know. I don't know reasons, if having you know your I mean? brain on is a prerequisite for making a comparison between those two. But if you do want something kind of similar from around the same time, yeah, the studio Madhouse had released, I think, uh, Boogie Pop Phantom, which was a pretty interesting show. Boogie Pop Phantom? What's that about? Um, it's another one of those shows where the uh, kind of like the actual linear structure of the narrative takes a huge backseat to just, you know, dark vibes, if you wanted to put it that way. But um, Dark vibes only. Yeah, dark vibes only, babe. That's my, my new Tinder profile. <laughs> anyway, vibes only. If I remember the structure, basically, um, Boogie Pop Phantom has to deal with like kind of like a weird metaphysical version of ghosts or evil spirits that uh, are haunting some big city, as of yet unnamed, somewhere in Japan. And the uh, the stories kind of follow kind of like your classic horror schlock, uh, kind of like Junji Ito style. Uh, little episodic arrangements where it's like, what if there was this kind of freak? Okay, now what if there was that kind, right? Can you imagine this kind of guy? And so usually each episode only fixates on one or two of these sad, weird kind of haunted cases. And uh, the thing stringing them all together is, I think there would be Exorcist, the, uh, the boogie pop from the title. It's a good show and Stylistically, it's very similar to Lane. Like down to, I'm looking into it. I don't think the staff yeah. is even all that similar, but they wound up having uh, very similar kind of like appearances, styles. I, I can't speak to who worked on Boogie Pop or who worked on Lane either. Dimitri, what if I told you there's a 2019 version of this anime? Um, yeah, I watched a bit of that. What was it called again? Boogie Pop. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Do you have the name? I'm saying. Uh boogie pop and the others and others oh right is, is what the, yeah the, i got like two three episodes into it it really it just really wasn't the same it's not the dark vibes you wanted it's from a new era and it has like different things it wants to say or like different ways it wants to go and on top of that i don't know it just didn't draw me in as much it's it, it didn't what it, it it didn't burn as slow i guess it was trying to get straight to the meat that's the thing i was telling hotshot um i was we made this one podcast uh a few like a year or two ago where we were trying convincing to watch, you know, and I was trying to convince him to watch Boruto. The long story, one of the arguments I presented was that I feel like anime has become much faster in recent years and like the last two decades, like in the 2020s, 2010s. Uh, the, one of the example I brought up is that the amount of arcs in Boruto at this point, uh, we're maybe we're nearing episode 200 and we have 
easily 20 different arcs, you know? And Naruto had maybe five or six arcs at this point. Uh, I feel like we, we just, we cut very quickly to the meat as quickly as possible because uh, anime watchers' attention spans have... Uh, decrease uh, severely i mean we literally have a uh, skip intro uh, uh next episode uh on netflix just so it's like we're binging we're just getting straight into this next 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 uh are i you mean still you can watching? literally watch are you still watching I and mean, you can literally uh watch on netflix like in 1.5 speed and i have a friend who watches their anime in 1.5 speed which i don't even understand i mean i only do that for podcasts personally i don't know what's your opinion on the do you, have you noticed that trend dimitri I'm. Have you noticed? I'm kind of detached from it all. I just pirate shit and watch it at the the regular speed. I'm not catching the same offering as the kind of people with Netflix accounts. V- fair, but I, what what about in terms of like uh like Boogie Pop? You know, the 2019 version. Would you not say it's faster than the previous one or not? Yeah, I only remember like two, three episodes. I have a vague picture of it in my head. I'm sure it was fine, all things considered. Maybe it just didn't strike me, but I don't think it was a, a symptom of what you're describing uh, taste-wise. Fair enough. I think if uh, somebody I mean, wants to watch something yeah. fast that cuts to the, the heart of the action, I don't know if anime as a whole has particularly leaned towards that direction or not. Very fair. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, favorite shows or favorite genres at the moment. Uh, uh, what about? I don't know about you, Hotshot. I know you obviously like uh, all the pervier stuff. But is there a series you've been currently eyeing or considering to watch? Well, like I said, I've been kind of eyeing up uh, Demon Slayer a lot more lately, especially with the movie uh, out and everything. But lately, I've I've kind of been falling from. Uh, like falling from newer stuff that anime has been coming out with and just like focusing on like more so on, on my game aspects and stuff like that. And just trying to piece stuff like that up. Like uh, me and me and Kyo actually just fell down a, uh, a nostalgic hole of watching uh teenage mutant Ninja turtle. It, uh, ver- ah, incarnations and we've been watching like through all of those like we we've taken a step away from anime it seems like um but the one that i've been going back and forth like whether whether like a will i will not kind of thing is definitely a demon slayer yeah no i mean i highly recommend it i've watched it and i think it's no uh, i know like even even, uh, even people that like have been coming to uh coming to the movie like i'll if they seem nice enough, I'll say, like, I really need to actually watch them. Like, yeah, you do. It's really good. Like, I've been getting that constantly at the theater. And then uh, right, then but- I have friends like like you that have seen it and say that's really good and ask me to watch it and stuff like that. I haven't heard anything bad about it. No, it's really it's really fantastic. I obviously watched the series before the movie because the series leads up to the movie. Uh, it's kind of like uh, No Game No Life. No Game No Life had one season, and then they jumped into a movie. Blood Sea as well. They had the season, then they jumped into a movie. Which I'm noticing now that I talk about it, I feel like a lot of anime series are doing that. You know, they do and like jump, a season, jumping into and movies. Then, yeah, instead, which is really cool. I don't know about you guys. I like that idea. Yeah, but then other animes are jumping into uh, live action adaptations, like Death Note Two. Oh my God. The- Dimitri, I'm not, get gonna, I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. I just wanted to bring I'm it very up quickly. I saw a post. Oh, I had a, I had a funny thought about that recently. Actually, this this high schooler, right, who's apparently like some sort of straight A student, he gets like this this you know Death Note, and he picks it up and he starts killing. Like, who does he start killing? He starts killing people who are in the uh, the prison system, right? He starts out with but, like, a burglar. You know, yeah. Um, this is where I think Jayan and I have disagreed before. In a sense, but um, you know, what about like Exxon Mobil CEOs or long-standing banking families or dictators or gosh, I don't know. Well, you know, you're what asking, about what, what about like if you had a, de- a death note? What about like right? war profiteers, right? Like guys you're just, who run but your, your question is, militaries or something. No, but your your question is, what would you do if you had a death note? That's what you're asking. And I guess right? I guess what I'm saying is that the the main character had uh, had a very limited view of what he should have been doing with the death note as far as like a guy who wants to stop evil is going right like i like he he could just burn through the whole fortune 500 you ask me i think that would be pretty funny i think it would have been a more entertaining show too but then why don't you don't why don't you make that show <laughs> i guess Call that's it- the the fatal flaw is that uh, he was just sort of like a a little pissy sociopathic 
dweeb. I think uh, Hotshot can relate with you not liking Death Note. But uh, I, I do want to talk to you a, b- a little bit about uh, m- uh, anime that I've really enjoyed uh, over the last few months, Dimitri. I love, and we've even made like several podcasts about this, uh, Studio Ghibli films. I, I love, 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 love uh, anything that Ghibli has made. I, I don't know about you, but have you dabbled a little bit into uh, the Ghibli universe? Yeah, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed plenty of Ghibli's, you know, the classics, Princess Mononoke and the like. Spirited Away, I'm still a fan of. For sure. But the last Ghibli I saw was like uh, maybe three, four years ago now. It was when The Wind Rises had come out and uh, I found that one Wind all right. Rises? It's kind of funny seeing Werner Herzog do a cameo in the dub. I haven't seen that one. The Wind Rises. Yeah. The one about making planes for Japan in World War II or the guy who was making them, which is kind of a funny I'll be honest, topic I, choice. I hear Studio Ghibli in planes and I think Porcaroso. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly. So what did you want to bring up, Jay? I wanted to bring up, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, but I am uh, Spirited Aways will always be uh, a classic that I really love. I watched it. I actually, technically, it's one of the very first animes that I watched. I completely forgot that I watched it. And then for my birthday last year, uh, when we were in quarantine, I decided to rewatch it. Uh, to just watch an anime movie. I, I told myself, oh, you know, A Spirited Away sounds really good. I fired up on Netflix and like halfway through, I'm like, I've seen this. Oh, can I do? I know these characters. I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of special that you can uh have uh, anime jog childhood classics you know i remember being in france in a movie theater uh with uh you know the kindergartners or I, maybe i was in grade one uh you know very young me watching that movie and uh i absolutely uh, loved it and it's i think it's it definitely shaped uh, my love for anime oh it's it's, it's some particularly of the best. good yeah yeah i think it I mean, actually was it, my it, first ghibli movie i watched this one anime uh, that netflix uh, recommended to me absolutely garbage uh, but i want to talk about <laughs> it anyways um well, yeah netflix was like hey bro you're gonna love this thing called the way of the house husband and i i'm like okay oh uh, let's see i read that about actually dude Funny. so bad it's so bad it's basically Aww. like what like a mobster or an old gangster yeah and he jumps and, and he becomes a house husband yeah. and he finds a passion for like cooking yeah. and the episodes are like 15 minutes long and it's just like but there's like five episodes in one sitting you know in 15 minutes you might have five actual episodes oh, it's, it's like adapted episodes from a are, comedy isn't it from a manga like it, it literally feels like it's jumping off the papers into your face like it's so ridiculous the situations that occur he he's out grocery shopping and then these just two you know, basic, basic, uh, <laughs> hey, I think you're that mobster from 20 years ago. He's like, oh, no. And he runs away, and then he gets in a fight with them, and then he gets home in, in time to cook for his wife. You know, like, really, like, basic plots like that. And you didn't like, like I, it. I definitely, no. It's, no? like, too basic for me. It was too basic for me. Oh, but well, you've, you've read it? Yeah, I've read it. I read it when it was serialized. I thought it was pretty funny. The art was very good. And on top of that, yeah, the, uh, the whole thing was just uh, a cute little ride. I liked it. I liked the uh, his encounter with the Roomba that they had in the house. Oh my god! Uh, what about the uh, wait? I don't have the best memory, the same... so try not to jog it too hard. Do... But overall, pretty yeah, good. The, Congratulations the... on the adaptation to Netflix. I heard it was like a weird like motion manga thing, though. It really is a weird like, motion manga. Like it's not like thing. a perfect like adaptation. A... You you might be better off just like no. reading it and uh, not bother with Fair that. Fair enough. There was one episode where he turns on a vacuum he, that cleans his apartment, and what ends up happening is just a vacuum just destroys the entire apartment, and he and then he's like, oh, no, I have to clean everything, and he gets, like, boy on his shirt and stuff, and he's, like, trying to, like, catch the vacuum with a knife or something, and he walk, and then right. his wife walks in, the- and you just see him with, like, wine all over his shirt and a knife, and he's like, dinner's ready, you know? Like, just stupid stuff like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a comedy. I think stupid stuff happens as a matter of principle. <laughs> I, I don't know what you were expecting. I, I like stupid stuff. <laughs> stupid, stupid uh, makes me laugh. I, why do you? Where do you think I got my sense of humor? It's all stupid. All of my humor is stupid. All of your humor is stupid humor. I have no highbrow stuff. I have no like sophisticated humor. No, I like fart and burp jokes. So take that for what you will. You might like that house husband show. I'm uh, actually not that it has like a particular right amount now, of farts. In it. It's uh, it's very appealing. Actually, uh. Okay, just because I actually am on Netflix right now because I was actually looking for it. Um, one that I actually watched recently was uh, Lupin the Third. The uh, uh, the new one, the uh, CGI Castrio. one, or the uh, one of the older ones. One of the older ones. Uh. It was the uh, the castle of. Uh, Go on, ca- try to pronounce uh, it. Callus. 
Khaled <laughs> Ostro. You got this, Hotshot. Gagalalasto. Cagliostro, I believe. It was a castle of that. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kyo actually, oh, I've seen uh, this. Kyo actually brought it up. And me and him watched it not too long ago together. And I absolutely fell in love with it. It oh, was amazing. It's a great franchise. Like, so much so that, um, like, like I said, me and Kyo went to see uh, Mortal Kombat the other day. And um, one of the uh, like it it was it was a quick blur, but it was the CG Lupin um, that was coming in. Like it was in like the preview sections or something like that. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit, Lupin third. I actually got to check that out because I totally forgot that 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 it was going to be a thing. But now that I actually know who Lupin third is, I'm like, yeah, I got to check this out. It's all right. It's um, like a lot of the early stuff is where it shines just because it's uh using up all the characters the way they were meant to be and having these kind of like wacky scenarios play out. And then on top of all that, animating them with the same kind of like liveliness that they always had, except in the, in 3d it's um, it falls apart in the later half when like the plot has to get going. And by then it's just sort of like another bog standard kind of like, it feels like another, like, like if Indiana Jones had even worse writing by the time crystal skull came out, um, <laughs> Damn, it's real. nothing. Yeah, it's nothing crazy in the writing, and there's a there's a twist that uh, <laughs> I, I almost feel like spoiling it, but there's there's a lovely twist involving involving. I don't mind, and it's it's really nah, it's yeah. really it's really silly. Um, but 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 like I said, the the most important thing for me to fall in love with the show or movie at least is falling in love with at least one of the characters, and in a castle of whatever the fuck. Um, I fell in Cagliostra. love with Wolf and I fell in love with most of the other characters. Well, yeah, they've got decades of decent writing behind them or like kind of character building, I suppose. Look, we all we all got to build our start from somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to also mention uh, the fifth season of My Hero is currently airing and I'm loving it. Uh, damn it. It took I me like three episodes. I fell behind again. God damn it. Uh, the first three episodes were a bit of like, okay, come on, get into it. And now episodes four and five, good stuff, good stuff. So uh, I'm uh, very happy with uh, what's uh, occurring right now. So uh, if you're watching My Hero, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, a great, great anime that I know Dimitri will never, ever, ever watch. Like, no, probably ever. not. You lost me at fifth season. Under. <laughs> I lost you at My Hero, come on. Because I feel like I brought it up to you before and you, you just. Yeah, I've seen clips. I'm like not. I, I... It's not my thing, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. not your thing. I can understand. I, I that. like to know what about the the superhero genre in general. Like, like what about like an anime like One Punch Man? Would that even you mean like, cross like your mind? Shonen stuff in general, or yeah, no, like superhero. Yeah, superhero shonen stuff. Yeah, like the more fun loving. Fun loving. Yeah, it's more of a happy go lucky, you know, humoristic, uh, with a spice of adventure and action. I mean, it, it, again, it's not like the genre definition that I'm looking out for in particular. It's just you know. Uh, that kind of stuff tends to have, I suppose, worse writing or like animation that I'm not interested in seeing all the time because they're usually reserving like the decent stuff for like some last episode when, you know, one punch man finally does a punch or something. And it's like, whoa, look at the amount of work that went into making sure that punch looked good and uh, (laughs) having to bear with like very, very kind of like plain middle brow kind of humor to see it i, I wasn't very truth convinced told, um i imagine if i watched Boku no Hero academia it would be the same thing like i'm not i'm not interested in watching a young boy with like dreams bigger than his head uh become strong enough to achieve them and like have to face trials and tribulations just because like it it, it writes itself inside my brain <laughs> okay fair enough i mean but you're literally describing Naruto. Punch, though. <laughs> yeah that one punch though right Dimitri, no, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. I could just watch a GIF it's of fun- that later if I wanted. It's funny how the, the <laughs> most infuriating part about One Punch Man, at least to me, was the fucking mosquito. And I'm not even talking about the villain. I mean, the, the actual mosquito. That he couldn't squash? Yeah. And he can literally break anything else in one punch. Yeah. It's life, man. I know. I, doctors, uh, doctors Google their like cold symptoms all the time. And they have a, a PhD that, okay. in medicine. Yeah, you got a point. I mean, everyone has their own limitations. Yeah. I mean, superhero stuff like like Hero Academia and, and One Punch Man, stuff like that. Like that, that's the stuff that I go to. Um, just like 
that just because like I grew up around like superheroes and stuff like that. So it's what I found love with. It's what I um, honestly what I base kind of my entire persona around is like superhero stuff. Um, no, I, I completely understand yeah. that. You got a power. So, like, so have you been working? Yeah, working I got power. On it? Have you been? I got wings. Have you been doing push ups and shit? No, I just sprouted wings. Cool. Yeah, I got the easy way out. <laughs> I just have it. There you go. There we go. I are. can fly. Haha. Ha. I'm done here. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Just like whenever I get into conversation, just my wings start flapping. Like, okay, I'm out. Bye. Exactly. And, exactly. That's exactly what. And occurs. no one can catch me. I want to talk about it as well. Uh, I finished the uh, Tower of God, which is a great adventure anime. I uh, strongly recommend. It was recommended to me by uh, ACR, another guest we've had previously on the podcast, and. Uh, I, I do feel like it would be one of those uh, animes that uh, Dimitri kind of described that writes itself because, you know, he's got dreams bigger than his head. There's a little twist of romance. Uh, it's got some good action uh, and uh, some cool uh, challenges that the heroes face. But at the end of it, it is uh, a linear thing. It literally climbed the tower, you know? So I but I, I recommend it if you like just, you know, having a good time with action and adventure based uh, animes. Yeah, I love a good tower. So Yeah, a good tower is always fun. Occasionally. Oh, with a good old final boss, you know. <laughs> all right, I'm uh, I'm good on uh, all the topics I wanted to bring up. I had one last one I want to bring up with you really quickly, Hotshot, but that it's a really a two second thing. Uh, did you guys have anything else you kind of wanted to talk about? Maybe like uh, one uh, recommendation, Dimitri, to the people. Yeah, you know, I, what's, I mentioned uh, it earlier. What's on, a bizarre one? I'll be quick, but just Wonder Egg Priority. The OVA is coming out in June or July, so you can catch up before it all finishes. It's good. It's a little on the nose. But the animation is beautiful. The small team working on it has shown no dip in quality throughout the whole run. Um, yeah, it's a great work. That's awesome. That's me. All right, cool. Uh, Hotshot, a little recommendations for the folks. Uh, we never really do Qualicast, so you know it's going to be uh, your last recommendation for a little while. I recommend Nekopara. <laughs> okay, you why? You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Um no, please. it's just it's just an incredibly simple slice of life uh, Neko story. It it comes based off of uh, off of a visual novel series, and honestly, I'm suggesting it because one, I fell in love with the characters, and you fell in love, uh, with, fell the, in love with the visual with novel. These characters from Neko Para. Do what? Sorry, you fell in love with these characters from Neko Para. I did. Uh, like I said, I'm not incredibly hard to please, <laughs> but I fell in love with the uh, with the Neko girls, and maybe not so much the main character, just the Neko girls. Um. And I also fell in love with uh, there's a YouTube series that, or YouTube series, a YouTube channel I watch that uh, goes over the entire series with uh, with VTubers. And they'll actually just like voice over the uh, uh, voice over the visual novel, like give their own voice, their own spin, their own comedic uh, tone to it, that kind of thing. Um, and I've been watching uh, watching through that because I've been diving more into the VTuber community. So that also brought up the actual anime itself. It sounds in like my a very mind. deep, deep hole. I actually almost started watching it uh, before we started recording. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Tower of uh, Tower of God for mine. I really think it's a uh, it's a fantastic one. I discovered it earlier. All right, before we say goodbye to the folks, I uh, we uh, I really want to pick your brain on this very quickly. Hotshot uh, Blake versus Mikasa is the upcoming and might be already out by the time this podcast is out death battle um it's uh, the latest anime one that they're working on i'm always hyped up when they do anime ones we talked about it a little bit of off podcast but i want a quick prediction for you who do you think is going to win and why my heart says blake but again it's i i only i i told you this off podcast too the only reason that i'm saying my heart says but i can't give it a definitive answer like reason and everything is because I'm so far behind on Attack on Titan and so far behind on Ruby that I have no idea the new skills that either of these characters have developed throughout like their run. But I know I like Ruby more and I know I like Blake more than Mikasa. So I really want Blake to win. Is there like a, a betting Fair ring? Enough. Can you bet money? No, just... Who's going to no, win no, this because it'll be, No, because it's a death battle. It's it's not because it's just like, oh, yeah, well, this one's going to win because that, especially because, like, I have no reasoning or anything behind mine. I'm just, you guys don't get in on the I action. want to win. Okay. We, we, don't, we don't get into betting over death battle, no. We bet over other stuff, but not death battle. I mean, we haven't done a bet in a long time, Hotshot, to be fair. Sounds like a business Yeah, and I'm not doing it now. No, I know. You, you lost once. You don't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dimitri, you want to bet on this? No, I'm uh, I'm all right. Keeping my no, money. No, it's a bet with me because you know you're gonna lose. No, I'm, I'm a huge okay. fool. Yeah, you, uh, you bet with you. You bet with you. 
I bet my I uh, but in all seriousness, my prediction. I think uh, Mikasa is gonna take this. Uh, I've seen her in action. Uh, I'm obviously biased towards her. I've only seen the first season of Ruby. I'm sure Blake gets way better, but uh, Mikasa has done some big damage on like big Titan, like Titans that are c controlled by humans. You know what I mean? I forget the the proper term for them, but uh, they are they are vicious, destructive uh, beings, and I don't think Blake can take a big Titan like that. Obviously, Mikasa is specialized. But uh, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a great battle nonetheless. So uh, that battle, you nailed it with this one. You definitely nailed it with this one. So let's uh, wrap things up. Uh, Dimitri, do you want to let people know where you are? Or plug uh, your Twitch uh, or your Twitter, whatever you want to promote. Please feel free to do so. Uh, I got nothing to promote, but uh, I want to, I want to say a quick hello to the realm, and I'll leave it at that. Hello to the realm. That All okay? Right. Hello to the realm. All right. I Hi, Realm. Ho hope you're doing good. Thanks for tuning in, Realm. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Cheers. All right. And Hotshot, uh, you know, you've been doing uh, a lot of streaming recently. Plug that I away, have. please. I have. All right, guys. Um, if you don't know, like, I've I've let the Discord know. I've let Jaden know. I've let my Twitter know. But if you guys don't know, I actually have started uh, streaming. I've been doing uh, gameplay stuff over on Twitch at Hotshot Ginger. Um, I'm starting my way down a VTuber route. I'm trying to become a VTuber, getting a model and all that. Right now, I just have my avatar. So be nice to me. I've just started, but come over, say hi. We'll hang out. You guys can also find me over on Twitter at, and I actually changed it now. It's not caution. You guys can actually find me at Hotshot Ginger on Twitter now. And you guys can find me Hotshot Ginger right here on YouTube on my channel and you find me right here on giant music's channel doing anime podcasters because even though I keep taking up my own projects now Jaden won't let me leave okay uh, the thing though that I just noticed with you changing your Twitter all the links in every single description I've ever made of anime podcasters is <laughs> oh, not, shit. not linked to your Twitter <laughs> so what who's, my, who's going my through the backlog not I don't know. Some people do go through the bad luck. We, we do get views on the old episodes. Like, I, I promise you that. So what I recommend you do, Hotshot, is make an account with your old and just say, this is an old account. Please follow th this one and link it to Hotshot Ginger. That's my uh, genuine advice. Yeah, that's that's awesome. yeah. mentality. Look at that. That might be a good idea. He oh, just shit. gave you that one I for didn't free. Even I didn't even think yeah. about that. I got you, bro. I got you. Like I said, like Hotshot's like getting his uh, toes in the, in the, uh, in content the socials, creator yeah. realm and... Uh, in the socials, I will, I will help you swim, my friend. I will help you swing. That's beautiful. Um, all right, yeah. For the podcast, you can follow us at Anime Podcasters on Facebook. All of the video episodes are hosted there natively, so you can stream them there. We are on, on all major uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, you can uh, give us a five-star review on ratethispodcast.com slash animepodcasters. You can leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash animepodcasters. Uh, for myself, I am at Giant Music on social media, and you can find everything about me, my audio, my music, my anime covers, my lunatic rappers, chip machine, all the other stuff I do on giantmusic.com and most important of all we have an, a, a beautiful artist who does all of the artwork for anime podcasters he does all of the thumbnails all of the character illustrations all of the text so go check out at GoPro Keo. I hope he didn't change his handle uh, on me. Uh, he is linked in the description. Uh, he's available for commissions and does uh, beautiful artwork at uh, very affordable rates. So go check him out. He's fantastic. Uh, and uh, finally, a big thank you to you, Dimitri. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on here and you're, you're welcome whenever you'd like. Uh, please uh, let us know uh, who you would like to have next on the podcast. I will hunt them down until they say yes because that is what I do. All right, guys. Thank you so much. So for myself, and Dimitri, and Hotshot, and everybody else at Anime Podcasters, this has been another episode of... The Anime Podcasters. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.